Hi, friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille, and as always, so grateful, thankful, and excited to have you back for another episode. Today, my friends, we're talking about part two of how to sign aligned clients, how to gain aligned customers. Really excited about these episodes because it was something that when I first started my business, I was just craving, craving more information on how do I sign aligned clients? How do I become the boss that I imagine myself being, right? When we think about starting a business, it's often because we crave freedom, we crave the ability to do our own life on our own terms, whether it's being a freelance virtual assistant or an artist or owning your own Etsy store or being an influencer or a blogger or owning your own pretzel company, whatever it is for you. For me, when I started my life coaching business, all I wanted to know was how do I sign more clients? How do I get people in my community? How do I become a legitimate business, right? I can talk about my love of coaching and my love of mindset and my love of neuroscience all day long, but if I don't have paying customers, I'm not a business owner, right? I'm somebody that loves personal development and that's fabulous, but I wanted to be a business owner. I wanted to have customers. I wanted to have clients. And so when I first started my business, that's all I wanted to know about was how do I sign aligned clients? And so this is coming up very often. A lot of the women that I work with are in the very beginning stages of building their business. I do work with women that are well into their business and maybe they're looking to get to their next level. Maybe because their business is going really well, we're actually not focused on that. We're focused on their marriage. We're focused on preventing divorce. We're focused on them cultivating more aligned relationships with their friends. But I'd say more than half of my clients are focused on starting their business, which means making their first dollars in their company. And so this is one of the themes that's been coming up. Last week, we focused on the abundance side, the mindset side of it. How do you think when you have aligned clients? How do you think you're going to be thinking? What do you believe you will be thinking when you have aligned clients? And pulling that energy into your present moment, showing up from that place. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about the practical side, some of the golden nuggets that have helped me along the way, things that serve me, things that I work on with my clients in coaching calls when it comes to building their own businesses. So a few different bullet points for here for you in here <laughs> in this episode. And as always, my friends, I want you to take what sticks to you and leave the rest. So if something does not resonate with you, don't worry about it. This is never about forcing anything. This is about mindfully applying concepts that resonate with you because at the end of the day, it's about being in alignment. When we're in alignment, when we're doing things that feel good to us, we're so much more magnetic, we're happier, we're more expansive, we're able to think creatively. So truly, if there's something that I recommend here that doesn't resonate with you, I wouldn't say just write it off, think about it, get curious as to why it doesn't resonate with you. But 
always know that nothing here is meant to be forced and I always want you to show up in alignment, which means trusting yourself. Trusting yourself to take the advice that you hear in the world that resonates with you and trusting yourself to say no to the advice in the world that doesn't resonate with you and your business because that's okay. I've definitely gotten advice from other mentors that are very successful as I would define success in their field that have given me advice that I just did not resonate with. I did not appreciate it. I did not feel good about doing, even though it wasn't bad or wrong. It just didn't feel good for me and my business. I want you to be able to advocate for yourself the same way. So if anything doesn't stick, don't worry about it. First thing here, when it comes to the practicality of signing or calling in more aligned customers is who do you want to attract? Who is your ideal client? Do you know who they are? Right? What is their pain point? If you're an artist, is it that they are you know, a young college student that wants to have a beautiful apartment and artwork in their home that's affordable? Is that your client? For me as a life coach, I was looking for people who are specifically creative women looking to build businesses or are in an entrepreneurial spot within a company. Maybe they don't want to own their own business, but they're a leader, they're an executive, they oversee a team, they want to climb the ranks, they want to make more money, they have an entrepreneurial mindset. Who is your ideal client? How do they show up in the world? Think beyond their pain point. That's something that you hear often. That's a question that I have down the line in in today's episode or what are their pain points. But instead of thinking just about how you help your customer, I want you to think about who they are in the world. So yes, for me, my pain points for my customer might be, how do I sign my first clients? How do I step into the mindset of somebody who runs a team, that runs a business, that makes their own money, that advertises and is a boss, right? That runs their own schedule, helping them get into that mindset, help them with organization. But it, having said all that, who is this woman in the world? Where does she shop? Does she shop at Target? Does she shop at Walmart? Does she shop at both? Does she online shop? Does she like to go on vacations? Does she like to travel the world? Does she like to be by herself? What kinds of things are is she into? I had to get really clear on my ideal client. And I have different what we'll call avatars for this. So this is a term you may hear in marketing if you've been doing this research, is often you'll be told to find your avatar. Who is this person? Who is this ideal client? That's all that means. Getting clear on who they are helps you more clearly talk to them. Who are they? If they're a person that enjoys artwork and they're out at the art museums, maybe that's the next hashtag you're starting to look into, right? Then you start looking and following the different art museums in the area and seeing who their followers are so you can more directly contact your ideal client. Do you see how this becomes the practical piece? I think a lot of times we hear this as the more woo-woo. Oh, who's your client? Think about them. No, it's not just think about them. Yes, I want you to think about them, visualize them, spend time meditating on them, spend time meditating on receiving them. But the practical side of this is as you get clear and define who your client is, it is so much easier to target them. And I say target lightly because I think that that can be triggering as well, especially when you're a creative. You're like, I don't want to target my customer. I just want call them in. Let's use that word though. You want to target them, meaning you want to identify specifically who it is that you want to work with and who's going to best benefit from your offering, whether it's artwork, a service, consulting, being a virtual assistant, whatever it is. When you get clear on that ideal client, you then can better talk to them. So that first question, like I said, is who do you want to attract? Who is your ideal client? Get really clear on them. Second one here is visualize them. Right? What do they wear? What do they do for fun? Where do they live? What are they interested in? What upsets them? When you get clear on these things, like I just said, you can more 
specifically speak to this person in your social media posts. You can specifically target this person. And now that you're, you know exactly who you want to target, you can use hashtags that you think that they will be using. You can then go and follow other pages that have similar ideal customers and then go into their followers and start to look at who's following them. Who might I want to reach out to? Doesn't mean you're now direct messaging people. You can. That's absolutely a practical thing to do. That's something that is often taught. Find your ideal customer, especially on social media. Go and follow the pages that they follow. Go and find those followers and then directly message those people and you can cold message them and say, hey, this is the service that I offer. That is not always... um I think beneficial. I think that it can be helpful. I think that it is a tactic that works and it is a tactic that is used often, but as always take what six you leave the rest. I am not a person that likes to cold message. That is not a tactic that I love. I've used it before. It does work. It can work. I personally do not love that tactic, but as a practical offering, it's definitely something that you can do. The next point here is that when you are writing, when you have now identified who your ideal customer is, how they show up in the world, what it is that they're searching, what their pain points are, you can now write directly to them. So this is in your social media marketing. This is in your newsletters. This is in any time you're doing anything written. So maybe you're writing a book, but this is more so what I'm, when I'm thinking about flyers, posters, um, social media marketing, captions, things like that. You can now speak directly to this person. And this is a tactic that I absolutely love and that I advise all of my clients to do. Any of my friends that are starting their businesses, I tell them to think about that one person. That one, maybe you have five different avatars, three different avatars, ideal customers, clients that you can think of. When you go to write your social media posts, when you go to write your newsletter, I want you to imagine you're talking directly to at least one of those avatars. Just one. Speaking directly to them. And if there's a person in your mind that you can think of specifically that you would love to work with or you would love if they were your customer or you would love if they were buying into your product because you truly feel like it would serve them, think about that person and write directly to that person. Write that caption, write that newsletter directly to that person, telling them in your own words how you see them, telling them in your own words how your service provides uh a solution to whatever their problem is, right? Right directly to that person. So for me, again, as a life coach, it's sort of what I'm doing right now, right? I'm thinking about my ideal customer. One of them is a brand new entrepreneur that's wanting to start her business. So in this episode and in the last episode on the podcast, I'm speaking directly to that woman, to that pain point, to the woman that's like starting her business, wants to be her own boss, wants to show up with a strong, empowered mindset, doesn't quite know where to start and need something bite-sized and practical to get her going because she believes in herself. She believes in her dream. She believes in her ability to make this happen. She just needs a little bit more encouragement. She just needs some practical and spiritual steps because she likes both, right? And so that's what I'm doing in this episode and the last one. And in every podcast that I ever do, I'm talking directly to the person that needs what it is that I have to offer without me even seeing their face, without me knowing who they are, but knowing this again goes back to that belief. Do you believe that what you have to offer is a value? And if you believe it's a value, why is it a value? What makes it valuable? What does this person need from you that is valuable? So that's what I'm doing in these episodes. That's what I do when I write any 
caption on social media on on Instagram. That caption is writing directly to that person. And nine times out of 10, I will have somebody reach out to me or comment on that post, the person I was visualizing or somebody that fits that description because it hit them right in the heart. And it's not so much about, for me at least, signing a client immediately, but it's about starting to build that relationship with my audience, build that relationship with people so that I am known for the thing that I provide value in. For me, that's emotional support, personal development, neuroscience, business building, right? Getting known for that, being consistent by what consistently speaking to that, call it one to three avatars. So speak specifically to them right to what we'll call their pain points. When I say their pain points, that's again, when we think about who your person is, what is it that they're struggling with and what is it that you help them with? And this goes with everything, right? Let's think about McDonald's. What are people struggling with? Hunger and being able to eat cheaply, we'll say, right? What problem does McDonald's solve? Being able to eat inexpensively and quickly, right? So for them, they're always going to advertise to this is low cost and it's really good food and you can get it quickly, right? For Starbucks, it's going to be this is for the person that wants coffee and wants it quickly and can customize their order and come in and get their caramel macchiato with three pumps of this, four pumps of that with this low fat milk and get their thing every single time. That pain, quote, pain point for the person is having quick coffee, right? And so Starbucks is going to talk to that pain point. We will solve that problem for you. It will not be a problem for you to get a quick breakfast in the morning and coffee. We will take care of that for you, right? So what is it that you take care of for your client? What is your client's pain point and how do you service that? And how are you the best at servicing that? Get really clear on that for yourself. Don't wait. I think sometimes when we're trying to step into the boss mindset, we're waiting for the world to give us evidence that what we have to offer is a value. And what I'm trying to teach and tell you in this episode is that you have to determine why what you have to offer is a value. You have to determine that ahead of time. And that's what attracts your ideal client. People don't want to go to wish you. What if McDonald's was like, yeah, you know, we kind of have food over here and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of okay. But, you know, there's also like Wendy's and stuff like that. No, <laughs> McDonald's says we are McDonald's. Do you want a quarter pounder? Do you want a cheeseburger for a dollar? Do you want a Sunday? Do you want to make flurry? We're the best at it. It's really good and you can find us everywhere, right? I want you to be that confident in your own brand, whether again, you paint pictures, you're a virtual assistant, you're a life coach, you want to start a YouTube channel. Why are you the best at what you do? And if your brain says, I'm not the best at what I do. Okay. So you're not the best at what you do yet. Why are you really good at what you do? Can we start there? Find the area in which you can tap into that belief. If you don't believe you're the best, why do you believe you're a value? Because you need to at least believe that you're a value if somebody's going to invest in you. What are your clients' pain points? What are your customers' pain points? And why do you provide the highest level of value to solve their problem? You have to answer that for yourself first. Here's my next question for you. Why are they so excited to invest in what you have to offer? I want you to answer this question for yourself in your journal. Why is your customer so excited to invest in what you have to offer? Answering that question is going to give you so much content. Why are they so excited to invest in your painting, in your life coaching business, in your interior design business, in your smoothie shop, why 
Do they want to spend money in your business? And why are they so excited to spend money in your business? I want you to spend time unpacking that question. The next one for you is show up consistently. Show up consistently. Again, we're talking about the practical, some of my practical nuggets when it comes to signing and calling in aligned customers. Showing up consistently is so important. And there are different seasons where consistency looks different for different people. For me in this season, I used to be a person that posted every single day at 6 a.m. That was my schedule, stuck to it, I'd say for a few years. And it worked really well. Now consistency for me looks like posting anywhere from two to three times a week, but making sure my podcast comes out every single Monday. What are you consistently doing? How are customers going to know that you are reliable? Right? And it doesn't have to be every Monday we do Mindful Monday, Tuesday we do Talk Live Tuesday, Wednesdays we do Wellness Wednesdays, right? That is so much fun. I love doing that. It can be a really great way to gain a lot of clientele quickly if it is really thoughtful uh, content. However, you also have to honor that you're a human being on the planet, that maybe you have a marriage and you have kids and you might have a full-time job or you might have other businesses that you're running. And so thinking, I I like to think both delusionally and realistically. (laughs) Go to your delusional self, right? Go to that future version of you, that ideal self that is killing it. What does it mean to be killing it? Because that's something that comes up often in coaching calls. My clients would be like, I want to be all in. I want to be killing it. I want to be operation. I got this. Okay, cool. What does that mean? Go to the delusional side where it's like, yeah, I post every single day, twice a day, da 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 whatever that is for you. Go there. And then I want you to go to the realistic side. That side of you that's like, all right, but I also drop off the kids there. I have joint custody with my partner. I'm also working a full-time job. I also go to jazzercise twice a week, whatever it is for you, right? Go to the realistic side. And having that information, what is doable? When you blend the delusional with the realistic, what is the sweet spot of how you can show up consistently to show your clients that you're there, that you're reliable, that you are a company, a brand that they can rely on? Play with this. And I love that word, play, 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 because you might try something that it's Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I'm going to go live on Fridays. And maybe you find that going out live on Fridays is not fun for you. You're not enjoying it. So be willing to change it up, but be willing to try, play, try things on, be willing for it to not work out, right? Try all of these things on. Try different pain points. Try talking to different pain points for your clients. Try going live. Try doing just posts. Try posting three times a week. Try posting five times a week. Play with all of this. But at the end of the day, you get to decide what consistency means to you. Show up consistently for your clients. It creates reliability. And then you're just more attractive as a brand and as a whole. Here's the last one for you. Get out of your house. (laughs) Get out of your house. This is my practical tip for you. Last one I'm going to leave you with when it comes to calling in aligned clients and aligned customers. Get out of your house. I am an introvert. I'm actually an ambivert, so I'm a little bit of both. I am introverted and extroverted. But my introverted side loves being at home. I love cuddling up in my couch. I love creating content from my house. I love creating content in my office, in my green office. If you don't follow me on social media, you need to at Nandi.Camille. 
I love being at home. I love my home. I love my neighborhood. I don't like to leave my house. If I could just be in my house and go for walks in my neighborhood and that be it, I would be so happy. But the reality is that I have had probably more impact. I was going to say just as much, but probably more impact in signing clients when I leave my house more than any other newsletter I've sent out, any other reel that's done really well, any other post that's done really well. What does better than anything else is me getting out of my home and meeting people, shaking people's hands, letting them feel my energy, stepping into the energy of the boss that I know that I am, telling people what I do and letting them know how I can help them. Whether it's me hosting my very first event, which was a limiting beliefs workshop, or it's me being a keynote speaker and and putting my hat in the ring to be able to speak on stages, or just going to events with other like-minded women. I'm an ambassador for this local group called the Beauty Boost Denver. So going to those events every single month, shaking people's hands, getting to know them, telling them that I'm a life coach. Get out of your house. Tell people what you do. Always read the room, right? It's not always about walking into a room. And I think that this happens a lot at networking events. People go to networking events and everybody there is super nervous and everybody there just wants you to buy things from them. And it's this like weird energy that's in there. No offense to networking events. I know it's well-intentioned, but I just have had so many experiences where everybody just wants you to buy what they have. Everybody's in this scarcity mindset. That is not what we're talking about here. I'm saying go to things that you already enjoy. Go to things where your ideal client is hanging out. That goes all the way back to that first question. Where is your ideal client hanging out? Most likely where you're hanging out, because my guess is your ideal client is somewhat similar to you, right? So go to those things. I went to, it was called Taste of Fitness the other day. Shook hands. One of my clients was there. I got to hang out with other people, met some other women that I met at other events that I went to this summer when I spoke at Fim Powers, solved them again, right? Get out in your community. Let people see your face. Let people get to know you. Let people feel your energy. Talk about what it is that you do. Let it be practiced. I don't care if full-time you're a fourth grade teacher and full-time what you want to be as a blogger, Right? Get out in the world, start talking about being a blogger. Start showing up as the blogger you want to be ahead of time. Practice that and notice when you feel scarce. Notice when you feel nervous energy. Notice when all you want is for somebody to buy for you and so you're showing up with all this nervous energy. Notice all that with love and then tweak it. When I'm in a place, when you're in an empowered place, this is me speaking for me, when I'm in an empowered place, I'm not worried about where my next client is coming from. I know my next client is coming based on the things that I do, based on the fact that I know I'm going to post three times this week. I'm going to go to this event in the week. I'm going to talk to some more of my clients. One of the best ways to sign new clients when you have clients is to take really good care of the clients that you have. I've gotten some beautiful referrals from my clients from just simply taking care of the women that I already have in my circle that are already happy paying clients. Right? Play, my friends. Play with all of this. Identify your ideal client. Write to their pain points. Show up consistently. Get out of your house and believe in yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you don't believe that it's possible for you to sign aligned clients, if you believe it's too hard, if you believe that you don't have what it takes, if you believe that selling is icky, those are the results you will get. 
So if you didn't listen to the first episode on signing line clients, I suggest go back to last week's episode. Listen to that one. Part one is, do you believe it's possible? What are your thoughts about you? Do you believe that your business gives value to other people? Because if you don't, you're not going to sell anything. Or you might, and it might feel weird and wonky, but what we're going for is aligned selling, aligned clients, aligned customers, that you are offering a service that makes you feel so good, makes you come alive, and that people are buying into a service that for them also makes them feel more alive, makes them feel more like themselves, makes them feel something good. And that's the win-win that we're looking for. How we create that win-win is getting really clear on who it is you're reaching out to, who it is you want to invest in your product or your service, and getting really clear on why you're the very best for that product or service or why you offer the best, what makes you so valuable, and then standing in that energy, being willing to play with things, being willing to tweak things, but truly being so confident in what you have to offer that it's like, it's a duh. Of course people are coming to you. Of course people are basically throwing money at you because your service is so high level. You're out in the community, so you're easy to find, and it's really clear what you offer. That's the practical side, my friends. That's my practical side. There's definitely more out in the world, especially when it comes to marketing when it comes to practicality, but that's what I have to offer you, my friend. So as always, take what six to you, leave the rest, send me an email, hello at nondicamille.com if you have any questions or book your discovery call if you're ready to dive into coaching with me one-on-one. I'll see you next week. Hey friend, if you like this podcast, I would love it if you give us a five-star rating, share it with your friends, share it with somebody, another girl boss babe that you know is grinding, showing up as her best self, and can maybe use some support on her way. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, if this podcast resonates with you and you're ready for some one-on-one support, support for you and your journey, go ahead to nandicamille.com to learn more or head over to nandicamille.as.me to sign up for your free discovery call. I'll see you soon, queen.